This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to the How She Did That podcast. So today I want to talk about you as a leader. Whether you own an agency, whether you have one team member, whether you are an OBM inside of somebody else's business, or maybe a DOO or a project manager or launch manager inside of somebody else's business, the fact of the matter is you are most likely a leader and you're most likely leading someone, whether you formally are a leader or not within that business. So I want to talk about how we as leaders can improve as leaders. I think one of the things that I feel really strongly about is that leadership is a journey. It is not a destination. And what that means for me is that I am constantly working to improve as a leader. I never wake up and say, I have arrived. I am an amazing leader. (laughs) So I hope that these four tips that I'm going to give you today can support you in improving as a leader. Are you ready to go? Here we go. Okay, so tip number one is to understand your leadership style. So American Express Business has an amazing article on the seven core leadership styles. I'm going to link to that article in the show notes because it's so good. I don't need to repeat them. But basically, there are seven core leadership styles, and they are as follows. Autocratic leadership, pace-setting leadership, transformational leadership, coaching leadership, democratic leadership, affiliative leadership, and delegative, delegative, I can't even say that word, (laughs) delegative leadership. So each leadership style has its own pros and cons. And once you kind of start from understanding, okay, this is the core of how I work and how I lead as a leader, then you can kind of see the pros and cons to each one and be more mindful of what you probably need to either improve on or kind of um, bring in maybe some other leadership styles, depending on what is happening in the business, depending on the circumstance and situation, right? So number one is just understand your leadership style, really dig into how you lead as a leader and how you can bring in other leadership styles, maybe in the moment to improve. I know, I know we were just getting to the good part and I promise we'll get right back to it in a second. But this is just something I had to tell you. You see, people normally come to me during three places in their agency journeys, either when they're first starting out and building this whole thing feels like learning a foreign language, or when they've got a few team members and it's kind of feeling like spinning plates while surfing, or when they've grown their agency and now they're looking for the stability that allows them to completely remove themselves from implementation so that they can explore some other passions. If any of those sound like where you're at right now, then I am so excited to tell you about my amazing virtual retreat, Replace Yourself Roadmap. It is back and this time we're making it even better than ever. 
buckle up because in this two-day event with an optional bonus third day, my team and I are going to show you exactly how to stop doing hashtag all the things and start building your own thriving agency so that you can earn more, work less, and get back to loving your business and living as a CEO of it all. These action-packed sessions are not to be missed. Are you ready? Tickets are on sale now, and I totally want to see your name on that registration list. Head to TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap for all the info and to register now. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap. I will see you there. Number two is to ask for feedback. So in our business at the Launch Guild, we do usually, sometimes it's semi-annually, sometimes it's yearly, but we do team reviews, right? And those are two parts. So on the one side, we send out these reviews to a team member and they're kind of self-assessments for that team member to fill out in terms of how they think they're doing, what they think, how they think they shine, what they think they need to improve on, what they would like to do more of in the business and everything. And then we also have a form that I fill out that gives my feedback of that team member. I think we need to start doing more of that as leaders. So allowing our team to kind of give us that feedback, both formally and informally. So informally, it can look like having a casual Voxer conversation with a team member and saying like, hey, tell me more about this. Like, tell me more about like why you know, that bothered you? Or when I do this, like what, what else do you need from me? How can I better support you in that moment? Or what I, what could I have done differently? Right. Asking them, what do I excel at? What can I work on? What would you like to see more of from me? Those sorts of questions. It can also be more formal in terms of a semi-annual anonymous full team survey. I really think that something like a full team survey should be anonymous because we want our team members to feel really okay with being really honest, right? And if we and if they have to put their name or any identifying information on the form, they're going to be less honest because number one, they care about us and they don't want to hurt our feelings. And then number two, they're afraid that like if they are fully honest that there's going to be some kind of backlash, right? So I think that it's really important to have both of those casual and more formal ways to get feedback from our team members so that we can understand where we can improve. I think it's very similar to, you know how like when you got really good at being an expert in whatever your realm of expertise is in the online space. And then all of a sudden you realize that like people still have those like really easy, simple questions that you have stopped answering a long time ago because you didn't even think anymore about the fact that like there are some people in the world who don't know those things. <laughs> yes, I hope you're still with me. <laughs> but it, I think it's similar to that. Like we get into these blind spots, we get into kind of a groove and we don't even think to ask the question or to see that maybe there is a different or a better way that our team needs to be supported. And for us, you know, we're just like kind of going about things trying to keep everything afloat and trying to keep the boat from sinking. And so it's not that we're doing it on purpose or we're doing it to be a meanie, meanie patini. It's just that we kind of get into a flow. And so if we can kind of break that cycle and say, okay, let's pause for a second. Let's reassess. I think that's helpful for both us as leaders and also for our team members. Okay. Number three is listen to understand. So when we have places of either conflict or confrontation, it can be really easy to get on the defensive and it can be really easy for us to be 
not really listening, but waiting to respond, right? Waiting to respond in the moment and kind of defend ourselves. Instead, this is hard. So this is a practice, a learned behavior, but really listening to understand, to understand number one, the heart of the matter, to understand where the person is coming from, to understand the core of the problem and how we can solve it at a systemic level, right? Instead of just responding to what's happening, what's right in front of our faces, that is going to be so much more helpful to our team members and to our our companies in, you know, in the long run. So you've probably heard people say, if you've done any kind of communication training, maybe with your spouse or your significant other or with friends, one of the big things is what I heard you say, right? And so really like mimicking back, but I I use the word mimicking, that's probably a wrong word for that, but basically clarifying and making sure you are fully understanding what they're saying, right? And also asking them some feeling questions, okay? So when, when I said this, how did that make you feel? Like those sorts of things to get to the bottom line and to really understand the person's heart and the heart of the matter. I also think that this is super important, especially in an online space where so often we are typing our answers and it's so easy for things to get misconstrued and misunderstood. So making sure that you are really cognizant and super duper aware of where that pivot point or where that breaking point can potentially be in a breakdown of communication when it is a typed communication versus you know a zoom communication where people can see your face and your facial expressions or even voxer communication where at least people can hear intonations right so really thinking in terms of what kind of conversations should probably happen in slack versus voxer versus zoom where there are faces and facial expressions so i think all of that encompasses in the listening to understand and figuring out what is the best way to communicate in certain situations, in certain circumstances with your team members. Okay, so that's number three, listen to understand. We've got one more. And number four is to explore your blind spots and your weaknesses. Oh, now as leaders, we all wanna believe that we are Wonder Woman and we are absolutely perfect. (laughs) And we also know that that is far from the case, (laughs) right? So using additional tools, things like the Enneagram, Clifton Strength Finders, Colby A, to see where you're naturally strong and also to see where you're naturally weak. So once we know where our natural weaknesses lie, the things that will probably be harder for us, then we can be more proactive in working on those weaknesses. That can include maybe getting some external or internal rather support in the business so that you don't have to think about those things. I am really good at that. (laughs) I really want to outsource and delegate any of the things that I'm not good at because I know that there are certain things that like if I don't feel like it's a strength, I'm just not going to do that, do it. And then that affects negatively affects my team, right? So things like copywriting, for example, lots of times, especially when it comes to like long sales pages or big pieces of copy, I will stall and stall and stall because I just don't feel really great or really gifted at that. And so if I'm stalling and stalling and stalling and not getting that copy to my team, that affects them in their timelines, right? So instead of like, just knowing that about myself and not doing anything about it, saying, okay, anytime we have a long form sales page or a new, you know, new offer that requires an opt-in page or something, 
we're going to delegate this to our copywriter. You don't even need to ask me, just send it to that person. And then that way I don't have to be the bottleneck. I don't have to think about it because I already know that it's a weakness, right? So things like that in delegating out in internal support, but also that can also point to some of the things that maybe you need coaching support around, right? Or some of the things that maybe you just need to be more mindful of so that you know that it's a blind spot and can kind of like snap out of it a little bit more quickly and say like, okay, I know that I'm stalling on this, or I know that like when I get into this situation, I get defensive. And that's like one of the, one of the things that is my weakness right now. Right. Or I know that sometimes I move too fast. That's, that's, uh, one of my other ones too, that I'm a high quick start. And so sometimes I have the idea and then I want to act on it. And I don't think about in between like, okay, what is the timeline? What else do we have on our plate? What is my team going to need for this? I don't think about the entire thing. So if you know that about yourself and are more cognizant of it, then you can, it's easier to say like, oh, wait, nope, I'm quick starting all over that. Like I need to slow down. I need to bring in my team, ask them what they think about this, what the timeline for them might look like, all of those things. Okay. Yes, yes. So let's review these four tips for improving as a leader super duper quickly. Number one, understand your leadership style. Make sure you head on over to tashabooth.com forward slash podcast. Grab those show notes because the link to that American Express business article is going to be there. And you definitely want to read it so that you can fully understand which of the seven core leadership styles you are and look at some of the other leadership styles. And maybe you can pull those in for specific times and purposes. And it just adds tools to your tool belt, right? Number two, ask for feedback. So doing those casual feedback times where you're just talking one-on-one with a team member, maybe do like a monthly coffee chat with each one of your team members or something like that. And then a semi-annual anonymous full team survey. Number three, listen to understand, ask those clarifying questions, take the time to really dig into the heart of the matter so that you can fix it systemically and not just at the surface. And then number four, explore your blind spots and your weaknesses. Use those tools, Clifton Strength Finders, Colby A, Enneagram, All of those things are at your disposal so that you can improve as a leader and also know your weaknesses and know how to get the support that you need in order to be a better leader. I hope this was helpful. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Quick reminder to go register like right now for the Replace Yourself Roadmap Retreat. Registration is open and I want you to be there. To register, head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job.